0: Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks for the morning, and Lord, as we approach this time with Scripture, we we ask, Lord, that you would be with us. Open our eyes and our ears and our hearts. Lord, I ask that you put me behind your cross. Let your words and your thoughts be mine, and if I misspeak this morning, forgive me. Let your message be heard. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. amen. You may be seated. So if you want to turn with me to 2 Timothy, chapter 1 verses 8 through 14. that's where we'll be reading in a minute. Second Timothy 1: 8 through14. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, at his first inaugural address, said, "The only thing we have to fear is fear itself." The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And I think that that's basically true. But the God of the universe says that we don't have to fear anything. We have nothing to fear. 2 Timothy 1, verses 8 through 14. Do not be ashamed then of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel, relying on the power of God. Who saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. For this gospel I was appointed a herald and an (coughs) apostle and a teacher, And for this reason I suffer as I do, but I am not ashamed, for I know the one in whom I have put my trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard until that day what I have entrusted to him. Hold to the standard of sound teaching that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the good treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So today Paul is writing this, this letter to Timothy and it's shortly before his death. It's believed that Nero uh, had Paul and Peter killed right after this writing. And this is a real life example of someone who wanted to, to uh, get what they had said to their loved one before they went on, before they died. And t- uh, he wanted to share his heart With Timothy because he is not sure that he's ever going to see him again. Now, Paul is reminding Timothy that day that God did not give you the spirit of fear. God did not give him the spirit of fear, but instead, he gave him the spirit of power and of love and gave him a sound mind. And these words were filled with how he could be the most effective Christian and leader. God gave us a spirit of power to conquer fear as well. So that we might be better Christians and better leaders. Isaiah 43, 13 says, For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. God wants to help us to understand the reason for the fear in our lives. Everybody knows what it's like to be afraid, right? Everybody has fears. There there are things that we're all afraid of. I can remember being afraid of the dark. For some, it might be storms or heights or traveling in airplanes or dogs or clowns, most recently. I don't like clowns. There are fears that are healthy fears, right? Like fear of snakes. I am scared to death of snakes. And while we're on the subject, um, please stop putting pictures of snakes on Facebook. I'm not kidding. I will dream about a snake if I see it on Facebook. I will dream about them. So, throw the preacher a bone, would you? There's fear of driving too fast, fear of breaking the law, right? And then there are hidden fears that motivate us too. There's a fear of failure. People who are scared of failure sometimes never try. Fear of rejection. People who are afraid of rejection sometimes never try. There is this spirit of fear that Paul mentions in this particular passage. It's a fear that paralyzes us, keeping us from doing things that we could or that we should do. And this is the fear that, that, that Paul is focused on today. You see, Satan wants to fill our lives and our world with with worry and with fear to keep us from being effective Christians, from sharing the good news. Many times we don't share our faith with someone because of fear. What are they going to think about us? What are they going to say about us? Are they going to like us? Sometimes we don't get involved in our services because of fear, our ministries. I can't teach a Sunday school class. Does that sound familiar? I can't help in the nursery. I could never be a pastor or a missionary. I can't sing. I can't play the guitar. Those don't stop me. (laughs) I can't speak in front of people. Fear keeps us from serving God. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do everything through Him who gives me strength. Folks, anything that God wants you to do, God is going to prepare you to do. You can do it. God gives us the power to be saved. John 1 verse 12 says, Yet to all who receive Him, to those who believe in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. God gives us the power to be a witness for Him. Acts 1 8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. God gives us the power to be joyful. Romans 15:13 says, "May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit." Man, that sounds good, doesn't it? Overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I want some of that. God gives us the power to make you a strong believer. Romans 16, 25 says, Now to him who is able to establish you by my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past. God gives us the power to endure trials. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. You see, if you are believing in and drawing from and relying on the God who holds the power, he's going to give you everything that you need. It's about trust, right? John 1 First 1 John 4:18 says there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. See God, the love of God is going to relieve us of our fears. It's going to remove them from us. The more we love God, the less fear we have. It's, it's a matter of trust, right? The, when we realize that God is going to take care of it, care of us, it relieves us of our fears. It puts them aside, it casts them out. Loving God relieves our fears. And the more we love God, the less fear we will have. That's why Romans 8.28, my favorite verse, says, And we know that in all things God works for the good, for those who love Him and who have been called according to His purpose. But just that one line, And we know that in all things God works for the good. God doesn't work for the bad. God doesn't wish bad on us or or curse bad on us or or smite us. That's not what God does. That's That's an Old Testament God. God takes care of us. And also, the more we love others, the less fear we will have. Less fear to serve. Fear to step out of our comfort zones, right? To help others in need. Conquering our fear is not just a matter of self-determination. It's a matter of dependence on and obedience to God. We are supposed to be dependent on and obedient to God, who we trust and we love. It's a matter of belief in God's Word, God's bi- the, the Scripture, God's promises. It's a matter of recognizing the devil's attempts to cripple you with fear and God's grace that allows us to overcome that. The devil's fear and God's grace. The church exists. To carry the good news of Jesus to the world. And to train and instruct God's people. We encourage each other by conquering the fear within us, right? To disciple is to lead others into a total commitment to Christ. Our uh, scripture here says, By this all men will know that you are my disciples, teaching them to obey everything Jesus commanded. It, our, our, our byline for the United Methodist Church is to make disciples disciples. To transform the world. Paul was trying to make an impact here before he died. He was telling Timothy, don't be scared. And he's telling us, don't be scared. If we accomplish things for the Lord, if we are to accomplish things for the Lord, fear cannot be allowed to influence our lives. Our purpose, our story. God said, Fear not. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.